98K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Andrew Shirovsky. The top stories, health officials report more than 100 new local coronavirus infections and more than a fifth have no clear source. The hospital authority warns the SAR could be in for a tsunami of coronavirus infections after the Lunar New Year. And Ukraine's president signs a decree to beef up the army as Russian troops mass on the border. Health authorities have reported 102 new local COVID-19 infections. 22 of them so far have no clear source, the highest number of untraceable cases since the fifth wave of infections began. Officials say the 22 patients live in various districts, including Saiyingpun, Shamshuipo, Chunwan, Shatin, and Yunlong. Dr. Chuang Shuk Kwan from the Center for Health Protection said that although infections caused by the Omicron variant accounted for most of the local cases, authorities have noticed that the Delta variant is spreading from Wong Tai Sin to other parts of East Kowloon. She added that officials were still unable to find the source of infection for 98 cases. With more people going testing and uh, more history, uh, we may find some cases to be linked to other cases subsequently. But the large number of unlinked cases in the community still indicates uh, there there is quite some uh, community transmission in, in those areas. Dr. Chuang also said there are new cases coming from the COVID-hit Kwaichung estate after the lockdown, also known as Restriction Testing Declaration, or RTD, ended last Saturday. I think the major outbreak in those two or three buildings have been uh, largely brought down by the RTD. We expected there may be uh, sporadic cases in those buildings and nearby buildings because uh, we have quite some community transmission in those areas. So once they get out to the community, they may um, use some common facilities nearby and maybe get infected. There are so far 90 or so preliminary positive cases. A group of villas in Taipo has been locked down. The government says it's sealing off Serenity Villa in Taipo Tao for mandatory testing after sewage samples collected from the complex came back positive for the coronavirus. Officials expect to finish the operation by 9 a.m. tomorrow. Separately, officials also locked down Tung Mun House in Taiheng Tung Estate in Shamshui Po, but expect this exercise to be completed by 7 a.m. tomorrow. The chief executive of the hospital authority, Tony Ko, has warned there could be a tsunami of COVID outbreaks after the Lunar New Year holiday. Aaron Tam reports. Writing on his blog, Dr. Tony Ko said the chance of a major outbreak after the holiday has now reached a dangerous level. He noted that Hong Kong is battling both the Delta and Omicron variants of the coronavirus. He said it's deeply worrying that there have been COVID cases with unknown sources of infection recently, and the consequences would be dire if there are outbreaks among the elderly and children. Dr. Ko pointed out public hospitals have been preparing for the worst by increasing the number of beds. He appealed to people to stay at home as much as possible during the holiday and get vaccinated as soon as possible. A man has died after trying to rescue his daughter, who was swept away while taking photos by the shore in Tunglung Chow. Police say they received reports about the incident around 1 p.m. and that the woman was seen about 50 meters offshore. The father was unconscious when he was pulled from the water and declared dead at hospital. The woman was conscious when she was taken to Eastern Hospital. Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky has signed a decree to increase the size of the country's armed forces by 100,000 troops over three years. Moscow denies planning a new invasion. 
The British and Polish prime ministers are visiting Kiev to talk of drawing up a new trilateral pact with Ukraine. The BBC's Danny Eberhardt has more. President Zelensky has spent recent weeks trying to reassure his people that, despite the threat Russia poses, there was no reason to panic. Similarly, he told Ukraine's parliament today that he was bolstering the armed forces not because there would be a war soon, but to ensure that peace prevailed. It was, he said, part of a transition to a professional army. The decree also raises military salaries. And to the weather forecast, cloudy with a few rain patches, temperatures will range between 13 and 16 degrees in urban areas, and it will remain cold in the new territories in the morning and at night. Moderate to fresh north to northeasterly winds occasionally strong offshore and on high ground tonight and tomorrow morning. The outlook, few rainy patches on the third day of the Lunar New Year, but the weather will improve later this week. The current temperature, 16 degrees Celsius, relative humidity, 84%. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. A representative back locally for cinema operators has warned that some members in the trade may have to lay off staff and close down as theaters remain shut under the government's COVID restrictions. Joanne Wong reports. The chairman of the Hong Kong Theatres Association, Timothy Yoon, said although box office earnings improved last year, revenue had just reached half of the pre-pandemic level. Speaking on an RTHK program, Mr. Yoon also pointed out that operators received less relief from government subsidies and smaller rent concessions. He said some operators would have to start asking staff to take unpaid leave if the coronavirus restrictions remain in place. Another industry representative warned that the closures also risked the further shrinkage of the SAR's movie industry. Tang Ki Tin, a spokesman for the Hong Kong Federation of Filmmakers, said the eve and first three days of the Lunar New Year was supposed to be a golden period and that there were supposed to be films based on the New Year hitting the big screen. Mr. Tin said it's hard to estimate the loss the industry has had to suffer because of the closures. The UN is appealing for a record 826 million US dollars to deal with the humanitarian crisis in Myanmar, one year on from the military coup that's resulted in continual violence. It says more than 400,000 people have been driven from their homes and more than 1,500 civilians have been killed. A silent strike has taken place in towns and cities across the country as people stay home in protest at the coup. A Burmese pro-democracy activist who's in hiding said they would only face the military at the International Court of Justice. We have tried every way we can to tame the tiger, but military is totally a, a tiger out of control and they are enjoying impunity, mainly because we didn't punish them enough as they deserve. So now we are saying no negotiation with the first military. That's the main message from the people. Exceptional rainfall in Ecuador has triggered a huge landslide that kill, uh, that's killed at least 14 people in the capital, Quito. Mud and rocks were carried down the slopes of Pichincha, the volcano engulfing a recreation ground and houses and sweeping away cars. Dozens were injured and it's feared that more casualties could lie under the debris. From Quito, here's the BBC's Jorge Perez. The authorities in Quito say these are the worst rains in almost 20 years. Its volume was almost 40 times more than had been forecast. The landslide took by surprise many of the residents of western Quito. Some people were driving their cars, others shopping, or even playing sports. Rescue work has continued through the night, with a specialist army unit helping. They have been trying to reach those who are still stuck in their vehicles. 
The human rights group Amnesty International says Israel's treatment of Palestinians in all areas under its control amounts to apartheid. It's the third major rights group to use this description. Israel has called on Amnesty to withdraw the report, but the head of Amnesty, Agne Kalamar, to look at the report's substance. Discrimination, inequality enshrined in a maze of laws, regulations, policies, forcible transfers, administrative detention, torture, and so on. Each violation on its own is a travesty, but their true gravity becomes apparent only when taken together. The Japanese scientist, Dr. Masuto Sagawa, who invented the neodymium iron boron magnet, has won this year's Queen Elizabeth Prize for Engineering. It's the strongest permanent type of magnet in wide-scale use and can be found in everything from cars to mobile phones. The market for the magnet is expected to reach 20 billion U.S. dollars by the middle of the decade. The chair of judges for the prize, Lynn Gladden, praised its ease of manufacture. It's not just about the scientific breakthrough or the material science breakthrough here. It's about the whole story of pulling it through into that material in the right form at the right cost. And here you have small size, very powerful magnets produced at such volume that they can go into the mass market. India is to introduce a state-backed digital rupee and impose a 30% tax on profits from virtual currencies. Presenting the annual budget, the finance minister said the introduction of the central bank's own digital currency would give a big boost to the digital economy. Traders say the imposition of a tax makes cryptocurrency trading official. In an attempt to boost infrastructure, the government has allocated more than 2.5 billion U.S. dollars for road building. An official survey has projected growth in Asia's third largest economy of around 8% for the coming fiscal year. And that's the news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 Got mad and closed the door But you said, child, just once more I chose you for the one Now we're having so much fun You treated me so kind I'm about to lose my mind You made me so Cause you came and you took control You touched my very soul You always showed me that Loving you is where it's at You made me so Very happy I'm so glad you Came into my
Blood, Sweat and Tears, one of their big hits. You've made me so very happy. 14 past 11, it's our first day of holidays here. Happy Lunar New Year, Kong Fat Joy, if you're celebrating. And even if you're not, if you've got a day off, I hope you enjoy the all three days, of course. Uh, what else have we got for you? Jennifer Ward's coming up. A couple of requests still to play before we uh, get to midnight. I like this one. This is right time of the night. Sun goes down on a silky 